This is the Mile High Five podcast with Carl Jensen and Doug Cunnington. We have authentic conversations about the journey to Phi, health, happiness, and some very odd tangents. We interview Phi experts, side hustlers, people on their way to Phi, and those who have reached the other side. Join us every week, and if you want the show notes and links and all that other stuff, head over to milehighfi.com. Let's hear it from our sponsors for today's episode, The Doug Show Podcast. That's my podcast where I talk about affiliate marketing and SEO and some other random topics. Actually, we we did a few episodes on uh, Tiger King, so k- kind of random stuff occasionally, but it's mostly affiliate marketing and SEO. So check that out if you're interested in some of the other stuff that I work on. And then Carl has a blog called 1500days.com. And he writes about his journey to financial independence and retiring early and uh, many other things. There's a lot of lifestyle kind of updates and thoughts on there as well. Currently, as you can gather, we don't have any actual paying sponsors other than Carl and I paying to produce the show, but we might, we might in the future, who knows what it might bring. We may do like a donation model or something like that. And we have been playing around with t-shirts. A lot of people have been asking about t-shirts and hoodies and stuff like that. And Carl actually produced our, our t-shirts and I need to circle back with him. I'm not sure, depending on when you listen to this, we may have t-shirts available already. So definitely check it out. We'll put a link in the description and show notes whenever they are available, but be sure you're on the email list, which is the milehighfi.club. There's a link to get to it, but if we have any uh, new offers or t-shirts or any kind of cool things like that, maybe coffee mugs or something, then we'll let you know via the email list. Without further delay, let's go ahead and get to the episode. Hello world. Welcome to the Mile High Five podcast. My name is Carl Jensen and I'm here with Doug Cunnington. And today we're going to talk about our morning routine. Before we get to it, uh, there's something I didn't tell you about. I'm actually getting a tattoo before too long. You know, I have a few. It's it's not the one of my face on your left buttock, is it? No, okay, but it, it is related to you um, in kind of a surprising way. I'm going to get a Mile High Five uh, tattoo. Uh, tramp stamp area. So I I can get you an appointment as well if you're interested. I'll take that under consideration. Is it going to be full size, like the size of the plane on, on your shirt? My my tramp stamp area is not that large, um, so it'll be a scaled down version. But the you know the same kind of idea. So the plane's going to be above. Are you going to go with the mountains below too, or like a, a peak in your valley? Shall I say? <laughs> I'm working with the artist, so we'll we'll see what uh, he comes up with. But is I'm actually I am getting a tattoo in like the next month, uh, right next door to HQ at the Main Street Tattoo, right over there. Oh so, yeah. And I I've like been on the fence. Like I want to get more tattoos, but I like I just didn't know what. And um, you know, Mile High Fi is just you know it's part of life now. Are you going to actually say what the tattoo is? It's not going to be the Tasmanian devil. I think I read somewhere that's the most popular tattoo. And I know you're not going to get that. I'm just screwing with you. But. Right, right. Um, I'll, I'll share it in a future episode. So keep people guessing out there. So yeah, what, we're talking morning routine today. Yeah, It's going to be pretty tight. And we're going to look at this a couple of ways, like what our current morning routine is and just how it shifted over time. I know over the years, mine has changed and even, you know, from month to month, I may shift things up. So do you have a pretty tight 
um, routine that you stick to or is it kind of fluid and can you describe it for us? Yeah, it's interesting. And I never thought about it too right now. So when you're at work, that defines your routine. You have to wake up, take a shower, put on your clothes. Uh, if you, And uh, yeah. <laughs> you got to put on your clothes anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not always. <laughs> anyway, so your work kind of defines what your routine is. And I still have a tiny bit of that with kids. I got to make sure they wake up and they're ready for school. But for now, I'm mostly free. Um, yeah, the one thing I don't do is set an alarm clock and I just wake up naturally, usually around 5.30, sometimes a little bit earlier. Uh, I never want to set an alarm as long as I live unless I have to catch an early flight, but I try to avoid that as well. Um, yeah, I, I wake up and I try to prioritize the hard stuff first and the important stuff first, which happen to be the same thing. Uh, for me now, that's fitness, so I'll go right to the gym. Uh, and usually for two or three hours now, oftentimes, uh, today we recorded earlier, but on a normal day, I would have been at the gym for a couple hours before coming here. And then I eat when I get home. So that's kind of my routine, wake up when I want, work out or do the important things like maybe record here and, and then eat. I'll usually eat maybe between 11 and noon. That's my first meal of the day. Okay. So do they have a sauna at the, the rec center there? They do. Do you, is it back open now? Do you use it? I think it is. I've never actually been in there though. Okay. I, I love saunas. Really? Why? They are, well, it's, it's hot in there and it's supposed to be good for you. So I, I always used to go to a, uh, the YMCA out in Lawrenceville, Georgia. People know probably where that's at if you're in the area. So I like grew up going to the gym and my dad would sit in the sauna like after a workout or whatever. So probably when I was a teenager, I started going into Asana. And yeah, just over the years, I, I've enjoyed it. Um, back in Bozeman, I joined a gym that had one in there. So basically, like after every workout, I was in there. So probably like, you know, three, four times a week. And it was awesome. I, I love them. Yeah, you can get one for your house. You've got this big basement down here. You could- uh, I've thought of that. Yeah, you should. I, I have thought of it, but the rec center is so close. I'm like, uh, maybe I'll- I'll check it out. My my current gym, as we know, doesn't have a sauna. But okay, so back on track. You mentioned not setting an alarm. So that's pretty cool. So you just naturally wake up at about 5.30. You're just an early riser. Yeah, I never used to be that way. And then we had children. And I don't think most kids are like this, but ours don't do it so much anymore. But they used to get up like at 5 in the morning, like every day. Uh, so they, after a couple of years of that, I just started naturally getting up early too. And, and I really like that. I preferred, I, uh, before left to my own devices, like I remember when I was a kid, I would sleep till 10 or 11. And now I can't, if I sleep till seven, I'm like, Oh my God, how did I sleep so late? Right. I, I think I've done that once in the past five years. Gotcha. I agree. I, I don't like alarms much either. And that's one of the big things. Like once, once I had a little more freedom in my day, just not having to set an alarm and I typically would wake up, you know, pretty early, but depending on what was going on with work back in the day, I maybe would have to wake up earlier. Now, one thing that's come up in the last couple weeks is I've had to set an alarm and I fucking hate it. So I may switch some things up. Like today, I, I usually walk Georgie, walk a couple miles. I don't do my workout in the morning like you do. Although I, I really love working out like between 
you know, six and eight or five thirty and seven or something like that, like really early, get it out of the way. I'm fresh. I get like a great workout then it really wakes you up and all, but you know, I walked Georgie and I've had some eight o'clock meetings. So today was an anomaly with our uh, recording session today, but there's a couple things that have popped up and I'm like, I may have to change these because I want to sleep in a little bit longer. Cause I'm, I'm trying to force myself to like, just stay in bed longer. While I do like waking up earlier in general, and maybe like five or five thirty, if I can get more sleep, I feel even better like the whole day. So it's kind of a struggle because I want to get up. Yeah. But I'm like, I should just stay in bed a little longer. So does Georgie wake you up? Do you have constraints as far as that goes? Georgie is the dog, by the way. She she um She's pretty flexible. She will, like if I start to stir, like she knows it's around that time to, to wake up, but she's not too aggressive. She'll just like lay back down if we sleep in. Yeah. Something like that. So, and for, for my routine, I usually I'll, you know, we'll say I wake up around six. That's kind of, that's a fine spot. Like I, I woke up at six today and it turned out fine. So get up, I'll make some coffee. I'm a coffee drinker, been trimming back on the uh, caffeinated portion. And so just trying to get a little less caffeine. And then uh, sometimes I'll have a protein shake in the morning. As we talked about, you know, we're trying to uh, be fitness conscious and like eat more protein. And that's one of the challenges that I've, I've uh, discovered. Then I'll um, go walk Georgie. For a couple miles, usually we may extend that a little bit more and maybe go like two or three. Um, I love walking around here in the morning. I've described it so many times. We got the mountains out there. There's snow in the mountains, like you know, most of the year. Just a couple months in the summer where it's it's not there. It's bright, it's sunny, feels good to go outside. And then I'll I'll usually work for a couple hours in the morning. And then depends on what else is going on. Sometimes a hike, sometimes not. But yeah, that's. That's most of the morning. Sometimes I do fast until uh, lunchtime or even beyond uh, to around two or so. But in the spirit of getting more protein, I've like started eat and just having more calories. So I've started eating um, more breakfast, usually, you know, some eggs, avocado, maybe some plain yogurt or something like that. Something uh, with not too many carbs, basically. I'm not eating like a plate of pancakes, although I love pancakes a lot. Who doesn't? It's criminal not to like that. But yeah. So my question is, we kind of have similar morning routines. Uh, I know there's actually a book about this too, that Hell Hell Elrod book. Have you ever read that or The Miracle oh, Morning? I think. Or? You know what? I've uh, I've no, I haven't read it. I'm familiar with it for whatever reason. Sorry, I don't want to create any uh, haters out there. But if you like that book, let us know. I heard some interviews with him, and I was like. I don't like this guy very much. No, if, if he's, I'm sure he's a great dude, but just like on the interview, I was like, I don't know if I want to read that book. I got the point. I think my morning routine is pretty solid. Yeah. I have Did not you read it. Yeah. I have not read it either. I've always been mildly curious because people talk very enthusiastically about it, but it's probably one of those books where you could read the five bullet points and, and, uh, and be there. But the one thing I notice that's missing in both of ours that a lot of, seemingly well-adjusted people say they do is meditate. They say they do that first thing in the morning. Usually, I think Tim Ferriss has said that. I was just listening to someone else. Oh, it was the Animal Spirits podcast. They mentioned 
the same thing. Um, have you ever tried to meditate in the morning? I have. There were, I think I, I did it maybe like a hundred days straight a few years ago. I was like, you know, pretty strict um, sort of routine. And I, I, I don't know what it's called. I just sat and breathed quietly and I was aware of my breath and whatnot. It was fine. I don't think it, you know, changed anything. And I, I worked my way up to about 20 minutes or so. So it wasn't, because I know some people are like, yeah, meditate for like three minutes, uh, which that's fine. Do whatever you want to do. But I was doing like 20 minutes and it was good, but I I didn't notice any huge changes. So yeah. yeah. How about you? Have you tried it? Uh, no, I've never actually tried it in the morning. Uh, the one I listened to when they were talking about it the other day said they do it for an hour every morning and that just... I could never do that. Three minutes doesn't sound like enough time, but an hour would, uh, it gives me anxiety just thinking about it because I've got shit to do. <laughs> well, the one of the others that uh, people talk about all the time that I'll also shit on is um, making your bed. They're like, yeah, make, make my bed. And then I became a millionaire. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, d- does it really matter? I used to make my bed all the time, by the way. Um, but it doesn't fucking matter if you make your bed. Do you make your bed? Um, one out of three days, maybe. And it's because I got to fold my clothes and I fold them on the bed and I don't want to fold them on sheets that are all chaotic. Gotcha. Yeah. I think Tim Ferriss was interviewing Stanley McChrystal, the general. And he said that like it, just like you said, he said that was one of the big things you got to do, like make your bed. And yeah, I've never understood that either. Yeah. I mean, and I know it's, it's from a military uh, standpoint and it's like you're, you're getting things organized and you're controlling the thing that you can control. And I, I dig it. I understand. And I, I literally used to make my bed almost every day. And um, maybe I'm just contrarian. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to make my bed because everyone's telling me that's what I got to do. So leave us a comment about the bed making stuff. But I'm glad you had the same kind of reaction. It's cool. Do whatever you want to do. But um, yeah, maybe my bed making ceremony is like my pour over coffee that I make. <laughs> yeah. Why can't it be something else to set the tone for the day as long as you've got something there? Now, does Elizabeth make it or does she make her side and get mad that you don't do your side or what's the deal there? No, she she, she usually makes it not every single day, but it's she often makes it. But yeah, sometimes it'll it'll be unmade. And occasionally I do maybe like one out of seven days I'll make it for no particular reason. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Any, any other morning routines that you hate? <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Any, any other thing to add here? <laughs> yeah. I'm just wondering real quick, one last follow up. Do you think there's an ideal morning routine for everyone? Like, do you think this is generic or is it different? And the one reason the one thing that comes to mind for me is I like to work out in a fasted state, like, and I'm totally fine with that. I don't think it affects me whatsoever. I don't get hangry when I'm hungry, but other people will see lack of food or they'll have to have a meal before they work out or even before they start their day, it affects them mentally. So that's one difference I can think of. Do you, do you think there's an optimal morning for people? Oh, I, you know what? I am not sure. I think, you know, whatever you find that works for you. Cause my, mine has shifted over, over the years, uh, somewhat. I used to, you know, work out, like you said, and I would, I would largely be fasted as well. And it didn't seem to impact me, but 
the other thing we, we both wake up kind of early for some people and some people are night owls and they don't get up until much later, especially if they've, you know, retired or they have a lot of freedom with their job. Maybe they don't get up until nine or 10 and their routine would be totally different and they stay up a little later. That's great. You know, do, do that. We're certainly not saying or prescribing anything specific. We're just yeah. throwing throwing together exactly what we uh what we do so yeah i don't i don't think there's necessarily an ideal i would encourage people to experiment with things maybe making your bed is the best thing you can do and and that'll change everything in your life i doubt it but (laughs) maybe maybe it will so yeah what about you do you think there's some ideal and any even if it's just like one component like um fasting or meditating or whatever i I do have a a thing on that and then i have a book book proposal, I'd like to to uh, propose a book that you and I co- co-write. So I think the one thing you should do is get the hard shit out of the way in the morning. And this applies to everyone, not necessarily FI people. If you've got a job, you've got maximum willpower, first thing. And I think most people are, are like that. So if you've got a hard problem to solve at work or a different uh, difficult phone call to make or something like that, you should get that out of the way as soon as possible. But other than that, I think it's kind of uh, you tailor it to who you are. Very good. What's your book proposal? Okay, so we've got the Miracle Morning. Why isn't there a Miracle Afternoon book? And I think this will be written towards people in the FI community. And you and I can write it, Doug. And I think it'll be pretty much like drink a beer and take a nap. It'll be like three pages long. We'll expound on those two concepts a little bit, but it's going to be great. I I think we have we might have a New York Times bestseller on our hands. That sounds pretty good. We'll uh, yeah, we'll draft up a proposal and see what we can work on there. I like it. All right, let us know what your morning routine is. You can shoot us an email. If you're not on the email list, milehighfi.club, you can join the Mile High Fi Club. Yeah, it's good. It's our email list. And of course, on YouTube, you can leave some comments over there. And I think that's it. Anything else, Carl? No, I can't wait to see your new tattoo. Will that be on YouTube as well after you get it? Like the big reveal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could totally, we could totally do that. You, you could come out. It'll be, uh, it'll be in a couple weeks. And, um, It'll be right next door to HQ, so we can make a, sort of an outing of it. Hmm. I hope our channel doesn't get banned from YouTube for when you go to show it. But <laughs> I think it'll, I think it'll, it, it goes low. It goes lower than you'd expect. We'll, we'll put some black bars with <laughs> those little pixelated blobs in there. All right, we'll see you later. Thanks for listening to the show. That was the Mile High Five podcast, and I'm Doug Cunnington, the Balder host. And Carl Jensen is the cool, sexy one. If you dig the show, please do three things for us. Number one, tell a friend, a family member, an enemy about the show. We really don't care who you tell. Maybe forward them a specific show that you know that they will like. It's the single most helpful thing that you can do to spread the word. It's like giving us a virtual high five and uh, actually we don't give high fives in, in person. So the virtual kind's pretty good. And more importantly, your friend or family member or even your enemy will appreciate the fact that you were thinking of them. Number two, make sure you're following or subscribed on your podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, YouTube, whatever you're using, and that way you won't miss a show. And number three, please leave us a rating and review. We read them on the show occasionally, and you might hear yours out there on an upcoming episode. Quick disclaimer. This show is not financial or legal advice. I'd actually be surprised if it sounded like it. 
it's really just for entertainment and that's at least what we're hoping for. But seriously, get advice from professionals. Carl and I are just two guys with microphones that sit in my basement and talk. So we'll catch y'all next week.